what is going on you are listening and watching of course tags live aka talk about gay sex the live edition and this is episode 366 i'm your host steve v alongside cody maurice doggett how the hell are you doing cody Hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful. It's a beautiful evening, and I'm in my nice stringy shirt right here, darling. Had to yeah, that you guys. Exactly. We were saying a little Pirates of the Caribbean thing going on there. <laughs> <Fire>. <laughs> in honor of Johnny Depp, since you seem to be on his side. Oh, my. You want to call me out on the, on the podcast? Giving you I a little inside it. pre-show discussion. So, on the, yeah. What okay, were you going to say? Right. I think that she looks more like the aggressor than he does. I will, say, I will okay. just say that. Okay. All right. All right. Neither here nor there. Okay. Continue. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. All right. Well, we on this gorgeous night, as you said, I just came back. It's Wednesday night. Thanks to Get Vocal that we are live for Tags Live. And earlier today, I'm happy to report that I went to the theater and I saw Plaza Suite with Sarah Ooh. Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick. Oh my God, it is so good, you guys. If, if any of you ever uh, saw the movie, sometimes you can catch it on a network, TCM, one of my favorite networks, or just rent it. It was made in the 60s, okay. and it was a big, it's three vignettes in the iconic Plaza Hotel here in New York City. And mm -hmm. it's all set in one room in like 1968, 1969, okay. totally different storylines. So you're watching two different storylines. The beauty of it is the original had, who was the original Viv? Uh, the, Walter Matthew, many of you know the iconic comedic actor, Walter Matthew yep. played all three vignettes and Did Matthew Broderick. Yes, and like the same name, Matthew Broderick plays in all three of them. However, in the original, mm -hmm. three different actresses played the different parts, oh, and hell because no. it was a <laughs> it was a total vehicle. And I remember hearing this on my favorite channel TCM that it was a vehicle mm -hmm. for Matthew. Uh, Matthew why am I Walter Matthew? Walter Matthew, excuse me, Walter Matthew. <laughs> Matthew. And so in the new one, though, Sarah Jessica Parker plays all three roles, and it's oh, so good. cool. So they give a chance to the female that she can actually diversify herself and play all three roles, correct? That's right. right. And you think, yes. And really, sisters are doing it for themselves too, okay? Sisters. How does it go? <laughs> I'm doing it for themselves. <laughs> I knew you could say that. It is so good. If you're coming to New York City, please, it's going through, I think, June, Viv. You can still see Plaza Suite playing. It is so good. You will love it. I highly recommend it. I'm like on a high from it. And also, just a reminder that we are doing our deeper conversation next Tuesday, May 31st at 9 p.m., Eastern time when you join and are a part of our Patreon community. And mm -hmm. we've been having some really good discussions over there, Cody. Oh, what do yeah. you think about those? I cannot wait. I love them. It's always good to get a little bit more insight into our listeners and have them talk back and have them weigh in on things that we talk about here on Tags Podcast. It's always so much fun. So make sure you tune in, make sure you come in and watch and join the conversation. 
we get really personal and deeper. One of my favorite Ooh. words. And yeah, for a lot <laughs> of reasons. <laughs> yeah. Deeper happens next Tuesday, our once a month conversation, May 31st. And if you want to join the conversation, head over to our Patreon page and grab a tier. Uh, for now, I'm going to do it at our virgin tier and above. Okay. So at the $10 level and above per month, uh, go to patreon.com forward slash tags podcast and you guys can join the conversation. All right. Oh. Well, so much to talk about, oh, yeah. Cody. And I think I was confused with you, but I think my other co-host, I was talking about a reality show in the mm -hmm. UK called Naked Attraction. And okay. You do, yeah, you're no. like, I don't know what you're talking I've about. I've never, I had never heard of this before you mentioned it earlier. And I was like, I'm going to st stand by that I have never heard of a naked attraction. So go okay. ahead. Okay. Well, and for newer <laughs> listeners, you might not know what the hell we're talking about, but it's a show in the UK, British television dating game show. So th think the dating game. It's on channel four over there where a clothed a clothed person is mm -hmm. faced with six naked people who are initially hidden in their booths. So essentially, if I was looking uh, in, the, the, in the game, I would have uh -huh. six contestants. I would not see their faces. I would be able to ask them questions, Q&A, okay. find out a little bit more about them. But I would be each time they take off a piece of their clothing and you get to kind of see oh. their bodies, eventually they're naked and people are choosing based on body. It's oh. kind of, it's not even trying to play the game of, oh, we're trying to get to know your, they are getting to know their personality, but it is definitely judging on body types as well. I gave you a look at all the 13 contestants' dicks. Yep, and you sure did. Uh, can you put that in the comment section for people to sure. look for themselves watching us live? What did you think of some of the dicks that you saw in there? Because I don't know. They were kind of the regular people, <laughs> right? There's one guy, I have to say, who's second on the list. And he has these amazing tattoos. One of an eagle and the other one of a, I guess, a coyote that are gorgeous he has low-hanging balls so he's my huh. pick okay. just saying and i would definitely be asking him a lot of questions too but, but there's a lot going. but also <laughs> i'm intrigued by the tattoos as much as i am anything else okay what did you see in there that was intriguing to you or not <laughs> well, I mean, they're all perfectly fine penises. I would prefer to see the rear view beforehand. So let's just put that out there. Um, I would to make my judgment based on what's going on behind. But the, the penises are fine. One of them looks completely like an elephant trunk. And I'm surprised that you didn't say anything about it. It's so big. It's so beautiful. And it's uncut. So I don't know. Like I'm, I'm going to put in my vote for you for that one. Okay. I mean, I'm still going with my tattoo guy, but okay. one thing you that's really interesting. One thing to keep, two things to keep in mind is people tend to be growers, not showers. So okay. they're not hard on this when they're doing it. So you never really know on that front. The other thing is you can totally tell this is a European show because ninety percent of the penises we're looking at except for the one you're talking about, the elephant one, are all uncut. 
And did you not notice that part of it, Cody? Oh, I noticed for sure. I think that I think that's amazing. I love an uncut penis. I don't have no preference as far as I was talking to a friend of mine who does have a problem with, or they don't uh -huh. not have a problem with it. What yeah. they don't like they have a that. Yeah. that it's not their thing. And yeah. I don't know that because I think it's gay men for the most part don't really care. Can we ask a poll for those watching us? Do you care Let's or not care? And ramming up your ass. But no. <laughs> but, That's my favorite kind of poll. Okay. Yeah, so. Billy says he doesn't care. People, um, the female and the bunch here, I'm not a fan <laughs> of it. I didn't want to say that over off camera over here, but you, you were the friend, by the way. <laughs> James says, I don't care, but I like uncut oh okay so you actually like uncut yeah there's a whole host of people that actually prefer uncut and for those of us that are cut it's always like you know there's some people that have dated me cody that uh -huh. think because i'm latino that i'm going to yeah. be uncut and i have to t this is maybe 15 years ago i don't know if people are really in that boat anymore but i had to say i'm not i mean i'm sorry roman catholic raised and just not what you think same but it made me, yeah, same with you too. What are else oh, yeah. people saying, Cody? People are saying, Keaton says he would be excited to see. Damon says, prefer cut unless it's from Louisiana, which is very specific. So I, <laughs> that made me giggle a little bit. I was like, you need to tell us a little bit more about why that. From, okay, from, yeah. Why from Louisiana? <laughs> and Teddy says, I like both equally. They both provide different experiences that are equally enjoyable. And I said, you know what? Variety is the spice of life. So I agree with him that, with that. I like that. Yeah. I think I'm either way. I've been traveled internationally and I don't, yeah, I don't think I have a preference on it yeah, because when it's hard, you can't really. It doesn't. Tell. It's the same. It doesn't. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's yeah. A, it's a, a dick is a dick is a dick, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Is Joe, can you out your boyfriend, Joe? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I can I'm say it's get... very nice and I enjoy it. That's what I will okay. say. Okay. I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, staying in the UK trend of reality shows, there's a okay. new show that premieres tonight, y'all, on Amazon Prime, which is called Love Struck High. Prime video. You can check it out. It's actually the narrated by... Who's the narrator? Lindsay Lohan, thank you. Thank yes. you for being here today, my producer off camera. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much, it, did you watch the trailer for this? <laughs> we watched it together. Yeah, but I sent you the trailer of it. Oh, that was just I haven't the... watched that yet. Yeah. Okay. It's much. a brand new show on there of the high school students, and they're all basically it's a reality show on finding love. There's a lot of queer representation in this new show, Love Struck High, which I'm really excited to see. But in their promo video that we were watching offline earlier they talked yeah. about red red flags and green flags is, is what they use but red flags in dating and some of the things let's just go through some of those cody and we'll see who agrees with what if it's a okay. red flag for you yes. if you agree or don't agree some of them going if you go to a lot of the girls are saying if you go to the guy's house and the bed is messy and unmade and it's just ratchet i can definitely <laughs> agree for you know when you've gone over to some guy's house 
and it's just crumpled up. There's a potato chips maybe and some other stuff that you don't know what's going on in there. Uh-huh. And it's just like, oh, and I'm going to get my naked body in there? Uh-uh. <laughs> Think twice <laughs> about that. <laughs> I mean, my mattress was on the floor at one point in time. but I mean, yeah. but... Did, were you sh- but my bed was made sheets? exactly did you change i changed sheets? my sheets it was on exactly. the floor yeah i feel were, like were there judging judging wrappers all around either. yeah do you have a problem with that oh oh for sure that's a red flag you got cleanliness is next to godliness exactly yeah <laughs> and then somebody said like a really thin pillow which <laughs> my pillows right now are so they're those tempurpedic cushioned pillows and i love mm-hmm. them and anytime a guy has come over or a guest that stayed in my bed when i wasn't here said oh my god your pillows are so amazing i hug my pillow now when i go to sleep <laughs> i don't know if wishful thinking but it's 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 my comfort zone it's my linus blanket if you will and i'm Aww, happy for it so yeah, yeah. but if you linus. have a thin a thin pillow absolutely not no Mm-mm. i have okay so that made me laugh because i have thin pillows but they're just for decoration i don't sleep on them does that count or does that not count can you pull up an example of it or <laughs> so i have multiple i have like eight pillows on my bed and what i do is i sleep with two bl- two two pillows and then maybe Two more pillows. They're thin pillows, and they're just there to have the the display the pillowcase on there. So for display, exactly. Oh, sounds dramatic and extra. <laughs> so I guess I'm here for it. Check, you win. All right. Some of the other things that they talked about is people that talk about horoscope too much, and everybody in the promo video, if you remember when you watched it, Cody. It was a re- 90% of them put a red flag. I think you even had a red flag off camera here that talking too much about horoscope is a red flag. For me, absolutely not. I oh, love talking either. about horoscope. I want to know me your too. horoscope. I immediately, it's not like I'm going to. I dated Aries before and mm-hmm. I am a Capricorn. Now, Capricorns mm-hmm. are have the horns and so do the Aries. The Aries are a little bit fatter and not as pretty as the horns of a Capricorn, in my opinion. And I just think we're going to butt heads too much in general, or they're going to boss me or try and boss me around too much. And it's just not going to work. So that's a red flag for me. And I like to know that it doesn't mean that I'll exclude you. If you're hot, I'll have sex with you, but (laughs) But you won't get a call back afterwards. You won't get a call back. Yeah. Now we're casting, but what's, what do you feel about, and what does the audience think about when people talk about astrology? Horoscopes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. I am totally fine with it. Like you said, I don't base my life or my uh, communication with somebody, how I get along with somebody based on horoscopes. But I think it's interesting to find out what people's horoscopes are to see how we do interact. Because I think that sometimes for the, it does it actually is true. All my best friends are cancers. So, and yeah. so, and you are a Capricorn. My sister's a Capricorn and we, we get along in a, my in a sister's very a similar way. Exactly. We get along in a very similar way to the way that I get along with my sister. So. You know, that's a really educated way of saying what we're talking about. It's, I think it's really easy to dismiss the talking of, 
of astrology, but I think what you're saying is what, how I take it. It's like, we know a little bit about certain signs. We know a little bit about ourselves and astrology. And so it's fun to see if it actually works yeah. in that. And it doesn't mean that we're going to dismiss you completely, but I think it's fun. Yeah. It's what's the totally. harm. I mean, there's so much and hatred and, boring things to talk about that you talk about with people all the time and i think it's kind of fun to see if you if the guy you're interested if you guys fall in line with some of these norm normalities of astrology science or don't but i think it's kind of fun oh yeah i completely agree with you and a red flag for me was the fact that they said that they they thought horoscopes were a red flag, but they still were like, oh, but I don't date an Aries. That's what they said in a promo. <laughs> or a Pisces, I, like, I think. Yeah, right. <laughs> what are the people saying, Cody? The people are saying, oh, Vivian, your sister is a, is a cancer. She said that too. And I was like, I know, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and Blake goes, I'm an Aries and I think I get along well with Sagittarius, but I'm not a fan. Uh, I'm not, I'm far from an expert. <clears throat> Damon says horoscopes have validity sometimes. They get along with Leos 100% of the time. And Vivian goes, okay, maybe it's not a red flag. <laughs> and Teddy goes, her name was Amber. Oh, his, he went back to Amber Heard. <laughs> You're, You're back on our original topic. That really isn't a topic of tonight's conversation. But that's okay. He was a part of our pre-show. Blake, yeah. I'm just curious, as an Aries, are you bullheaded and do you tend to control situations mm. wait for that answer because even we're going to talk a little bit about relationships in, in a little bit because one yeah. of the things that they talk about on this show is people that talk about their exes too much or are friends oh. with their exes yep. and you and i were talking we have different viewpoints on this i <laughs> do not have a problem i'm friends with most of my exes wasn't isn't that true yeah i'm pretty much friends with all of my exes and in, in fact, even one of my first boyfriends ever that we dated for a good solid three years, we mm -hmm. are still in the 90s. We are still super close. He's an Aries, Cody. Uh -huh. Yep. And he tends to, but see, see, now I know how to work with him. So for example, <laughs> he is an amazing cook. He should have been a chef. Yeah. Like he knows every answer. He can cook up a storm. He knows spices. He knows the right, everything you need to know. And I'm getting into cooking. So I know, hey, I'm not going to say his name, but can you tell me, is this right? And I act all innocent when I ask. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. he's fires back because he's a control freak on exactly and i get all my answers so i don't even have to google stuff and i cook up amazing things and he he tells me how to store things he tells me more than i need to know about certain things which is great i just yeah. uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. i say uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh, a lot but but i learned how to do <laughs> i tune that in what amazing. i want that's yeah. exactly that's exactly how it should be done you should take what you learn from a previous situation and, and and apply it and learn how to use it to your benefit in future situations. I completely agree with that. I think that 
Oh, we were talking about the red flag exes. as far as exes are being concerned. And I said it wasn't a green I've already or, been in a situation a with you, Cody. I think it's a red flag for you no, because no. we were in a situation. <laughs> we I were in a, a real life. I say it's a yellow flag because it depends on the level of, of their interaction and how they communicate that they were exes to me. So it's a it's definitely a yellow flag. It's not a stop, it's not a go. We are But I'm what if they get a, what if the ex got us into a free into a club? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Why Let do we have a know. problem? <laughs> Let a bitch know beforehand. You, so you're saying you didn't know that this was an ex. Exactly. And that was the that created a red flag versus a it, green it, flag. I don't it know why this is green, but yeah. An, an emotional response. It created red something. It, it, <laughs> it created, yes. Fire engine red. Yes, exactly. Okay, so that's oh, another yeah. one. What were some of the other ones that we were talking about that... Some emojis. of the other ones we were talking about, yes, emojis and the good night and good morning text. So which one do you want to do red. first? Good, let's do the good night... So one of the things they're saying on this promo clip is when you're dating somebody, do they text you good morning and good night? And a lot of them, mind you, this is this brand new show, Love Struck High. So these are high school students. and But a lot of us don't ever grow up from that time period. Yeah. So we can oh, put yeah. ourselves in that category. If you get a good morning text and or don't get one, it's a red flag. And to me... No way. I don't want to feel like I have to say good night and good morning. I want to feel that it's natural. If I feel it one morning on a Wednesday or tomorrow after our show and I woke up because we had a great show uh -huh. and I want to text this guy, maybe I'll text him right now on the show. I don't know. But maybe this is when I'm feeling oh. it. Oh. You know, maybe this is when I'm feeling it. But I don't want to have to feel that it's mandatory. I hate that because then it becomes chore like do you like that cody so i do like it because oh, it here shows, we go because it shows me that you are thinking of me so i like to be shown that you're thinking it's and i do enjoy getting a good morning text getting especially if we're not in the same place i enjoy getting a good night text so we say good night to each other before we go to bed and this is in a committed dating relationship so we're talking about early on. So let's say, Cody, I think they're talking. This is high school. Remember, we're in the minds of high school. Students. Oh, that's but right. So, I have so, to, I have to but let's, take it back let's, to high But let's bring it to us kind of you're dating somebody. Think back to three months into your dating no. moment with mm -hmm. Joe. And mm -hmm. I, I do like if you're, if you're getting serious about somebody in those first three months as it get escalates, I think it's probably good to say good night. However, what if in those three months you and I decide to go to the cock, which we've done when <laughs> fortunately it wasn't happening when you are you calling were... me out all the show. <laughs> are you gonna be like, oh shit? I, it's a Thursday night. I didn't have to work tomorrow, and it's one a.m. Did you text him at eleven thirty because he went to bed early? But you know that you were about to get some at the cock, <laughs> or what? I yes, think it's... is the answer. I did text him before I went to the cock. 
<laughs> and then turned your phone to good night in silent mode and had a good night. Yeah. But what about the, you couldn't do the good morning, Cody, because you're, first of all, you're not a morning person. As and... soon as they get up though, at 1030, 1030, 1030 o'clock, I was about to say. <laughs> But see, I think that brings, I don't want to do the good morning one because I think everybody has a different morning and some people yeah. are up super early at 6 a.m. A lot of my LA friends will text me at the crack of dawn, which is fine for me because I'm on mm -hmm. the East Coast. So it's yeah. what, nine o'clock here? But do not be texting me at 6 a.m. here. I, a lot of my friends here in New York know nothing before 9 a.m. Do not do it. I put or on, you'll you get know the throw up emoji. Today. <laughs> you know, I from today I put on my silent. Joe has tried to call me before if he wanted me to like run an errand early in the morning. He's like, I could not get through to you because you have. Yeah, what's that thing on your mode. phone? <laughs> or I Cody's kinda... not accepting any text. <laughs> it says right now, what do does not that mean? disturb. Do not disturb mode. I cut it on when I go to sleep because I do not like to be. And there are certain people that I allow, like my mother and my sister. And I'm probably oh, should you, put they can break should, the do not disturb web. Yeah, I, I have allowed them to break it. And uh, because they know I should probably allow Joe to but we'll see if that happens. <laughs> uh, yeah, you might. <laughs> He's, he just screamed at me from the upper. Oh, room. no. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you better do that really quickly. Yeah. Any other things should. that we wanted to? Do you want to read a couple of things before we move on? No, let's talk about what your red flag is. So my red flag, because we were talking about this, is over texting. Oh, so okay. there's a, so I'm gonna give you an example. There's a guy in LA. We used to be F buddies back mm -hmm. in the day in LA when I lived there. And I'm really he reached out to me recently, and I'm gonna be going to LA because we're nominated for best sex podcast <laughs> by Cyber Socket Awards, and it's happening next Tuesday in LA. I'm super excited. I hope Teddy, you'll be able to come. Anyways. I'm going out there and he reached out to me and said, hey, because we used to have a good situation of sleeping yes. together. And well, he is wants to see me and we're getting together. He has this knack, but I think I stopped it of over texting. Okay. So he'll send out a text and he's one of those early morning risers. Mm -hmm. So at 9 a.m. I'm getting yep. texts at 6 a.m. But it's L.A. though. It's L.A. Well, so I'm getting a little later at least, but he's up early, but that's OK. His, he, oh, if he wakes up at six, then you're getting it at nine, and that's not cool. I would not. Yeah, but beyond that, I think I'm looking forward to seeing him. But I have to watch it, and I think I put it to bed because he was over texting. So he would say a couple things, "Hey, how's your day going?" This and that, and we would start texting, and then he continuously goes and blah blah blah, and blah blah blah, and blah blah blah, and on and on and on. And I'm like, I don't. My mind does not work on text. I. I can't. I just can't. It's just not my way of. So I think I've learned. I've taught him because I think you can teach people how you want them to treat you. You definitely can. I agree. And I've you. smashed it a little bit. So I've in the last two months, I've managed to now I get like 15 to 85 texts now from him in a, <laughs> in a period of span. And I can handle the 15 before I'm like. No, and want to throw the phone. <laughs> but you had to do it. So
So oh, I, you have all the I, tricks. I, Girl, I know I'm know the iPhone inside and out. Okay, <laughs> so she said and say that I do not like it when somebody texts you eighteen times what could have been one text. That annoys the. And I have a really good friend that does that, and that really, oh. really, really. And I've told him that that could have been one you should just text that one time he's like i just want to make sure you're paying attention he does not care <laughs> i think i know this friend yeah i think you do too <laughs> we're not gonna say his name he might be in this room in, a, in just a minute but we will see <laughs> a couple things that people are saying is boundaries yes teddy boundaries i set the boundaries for this guy and i think he got the hint thank god and i'm really looking forward to seeing him because once i set that boundary I'm really happy that he picked up on the cue so that now, because if he hadn't picked up on the cue, that may have led to, speaking of red flags, other red flags. And yeah. I may have may have ghosted him or decided, you know what, It's I have other people I could be seeing in L.A. I do not need to go to Santa Monica and do this whole thing. <laughs> but because... I'm going to do it. So I'm really excited. Somebody else said, Damon says, good night text calls are a must. See? And we're talking about in those early, I think, yeah. Do you agree off camera? Yeah. Thumbs up to the good night text. I think you're right. Yeah. And Joe agrees with me too. So I will Okay. Just in the in other there. room. Okay, good. I love it. <laughs> what is James saying? James says, that boils my piss. Oh my gosh. I haven't heard that in so long when someone texts too much. I've never heard of that. Oh, boils my piss. Wow. <laughs> that means you're so mad that your, your piss is boiling. <laughs> I oh, love that. Man, that's hilarious. Also, another one of my red flags. It's the last one that I'll share too. If they don't like drag race, because that means they're not in touch with their feminine side. Okay. And I haven't even my long standing college roommate that wasn't into it forever that just got into it now they're watching like from season one on i'm oh. like child just watch the current season and go forward you don't need to start all the way back there let's do but, it i want to watch oh, it oh my god i have <laughs> other friends though that are re-watching seasons and i'm like how are you re-watching you already know who won i could that's watch a little month. over and over and over again it's so entertaining okay maybe we'll watch drag race yeah that'll be fun a thing to yeah. do okay yeah uh speaking any other th drag race billy says absolutely <laughs> yes um right somebody else i i wrote this note on there and maybe you can help me figure it out i wrote okay. not re not replying people oh Being i know what i want red Okay, two things I wanted to. I, we're really like expanding this, I but know, I guess it's right? a hot topic because this is. You know what? This is how we communicate. And you were telling me off camera, breadcrumbing was a thing, and I wanted to talk about this on the. Do you know what breadcrumbing means? Cody? No, tell I me. I have essentially it's threading somebody along via text. I had a term here somewhere, and I can't find it anywhere. But is is that? Am I saying that right? So essentially. You like particularly on the apps. I have a guy on Scrub that continuously reaches out every so often. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Okay. And and re the recent one was, and I was kind of because he's kind of hot in the pictures, and 
I want to get together with him. I'm excited to get the way he looks hot in the pictures. We just haven't made it happen. I always say I don't do good well on the apps. And so he recently said it. And then he recently said, are you on like NS some, something? Maybe I should get it up really. What is that? And he's like, it's another app. And I said, no. And he said, if I can find it really quickly, you look like. A lot of guys on that app and i was like oh what that is not something that you say to somebody is, is it not cool so he he said are you on bbrt does anybody know what bbrt what? and i said this. I said, what's BBRT? Well, actually, when I responded, I said, what's BBRC? I can't even get my acronyms right. But he said, an app. Some guy looks a lot like you. And I said, oh, I see. And then he didn't respond to that. So what the fuck is that happening? Oh, do you want me to say what it is? Yes. Bareback RT. It's a community for men cruising for raw men on men bareback sex. No condoms. But when he said, when I said I'm not, he's like, there's a guy that looks like you. And I said, oh, I see. Didn't respond back. No one looks like me, too. But I just think this guy's been breadcrumbing me along, if you will, that term. And that's a big red flag for me. He's on BBRT at the same time. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) We all know people like that, don't we? Oh, for sure. When I was on Grinder and Scruff, I would be in contact with people and then I would say, oh, well, let's meet up because I'm a meet up person. I like to get it out of the way. I like to make sure you're, you're who you are in, in enough time for me to not get, get attached to you. And we, it's it's definitely a red flag when people don't want to meet up. It means that they're not, they're trying to catfish you. So if they don't want to meet well, up, then they're not worth Blank, the time. Blank says maybe he just was trying to figure out if you're into BB. We've been talking for two Ooh. years, two years now. He, know, he We've been wanting to connect. He could have asked me, I'm on prep. I think I have it on there. I, he could have easily asked that question to ask that question. I just, I don't know. That was lame, I think, to say I look yeah. like somebody else. I was going to respond back. I do not look like anybody else. I am myself. You Don't get me started that. on my high horse. And, yeah, <laughs> there's only one you here. Too fabulous for that, honey. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> do not get us started on that. Yeah. Vivian says, uh, my sister off camera, I meet up. Yeah, I'm a meet up person. And yeah. what is the deal with not wanting to meet up? Breadcrumbing happens when. It's just stringing people along. And who wants to waste all this time? Did you do that a lot, Cody? Or no, you bread met your boyfriend. Yeah. yeah, I met him as soon as possible. You put breadcrumbs in your in your pasta <laughs> sauce. I mean, you don't <laughs> in your meatloaf. No, that's too that's too much carbs. I don't even know what breadcrumbing <laughs> is. Okay, <laughs> I'm good on that. <laughs> Blake says that maybe somebody is moving using your pics on BBRT. Oh, well, you know, we were hacked. So at this point, yeah, Girl, maybe, maybe I need to go to BBRT. It is BBRT, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. It is. Okay. Yeah. 
he put baby food on what wait what are people saying on there you read and lastly people not replying so this is a whole thing when people are saying when they've seen you've said something and they're just not replying cody do you get yeah. mad at that you know me i'm a oh, quick yeah. reply back but I did have a, an acquaintance guy that wanted to get together with me recently. And I just wasn't sure I really wanted to. And I was holding off. And he he canceled on me. So I felt like I had an out one day. Mm -hmm. And so we rescheduled for this other day. And then he said, are we getting together? Like at 9 a.m. He's texting me for an evening Thursday night. And I didn't respond back right away. I was going to. Yeah. And he said, Steve, like question mark, question mark. <laughs> and I finally was like, yes, I was. I'm feeling a little under the weather. Okay, I wasn't. I just was feeling under the weather to see him. And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. And I was waiting to see if I was going to feel a little bit better. And I didn't. I totally gave away my game right now. And, yeah. But I don't normally do this. But to, he clocked me. Steve, question mark. Do you do that if someone's not replying? No, I block them right away if they don't respond. And I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, we have got to move on. That we've exhausted that topic. I think yeah. to the most part. I mean, which one do you want to go to? For... Oh, I think yes, we should talk I'm... about Strange Loop. Yes. So I agree. Speaking of Broadway, the one of the most nominated Broadway Tony Award nominated shows right now is Strange Loop. And it's about a feminine, queer and outspoken. Uh, is it Jaquel Spivy? Cody, his name is Jaquel Spivy. I hope I'm saying it. He um, he's currently the leading man. He's redefining what it means. Yeah, Jaquel Spivy is redefining what it means to be a leading man on Broadway. Both critics and audiences are paying attention. Hired shortly after graduating from Pittsburgh's Point Park University to star in Michael R. Jackson's Pulitzer Prize winning musical, A Strange Loop. The endearingly sassy 23-year-old has already won Theater World, and he's doing really good. But Spivy spends nearly every moment of the show, quote, as a self-proclaimed big, black, and queer-ass great American musical, pouring his heart out as a conflicted artist trying to decide who he is and what he wants in a world that goes out of its way to remind him that he is too black, too mm -hmm. gay, too mm -hmm. fat and not wow. hung enough to play in the big leagues. Oh my! Rather than give up, yeah. Rather than give up or sell out by writing a writing a dreaded Tyler Perry gospel play, Usher continues <laughs> to push through. I love that part, even if that means fucking up and hurting everyone around him. And I just think it's really refreshing to yeah. have a lead that's nominated for a Tony. We may, we are starting to see it in our television landscape right now. Yep. Uh, but it's really refreshing to have a black queer role model like this. I think it's going to, it's cha changing the game. What were your thoughts really when you is. heard about this? 
I think it's just so amazing for so many reasons. From a representation standpoint, I can't name very many Broadway musicals or like you said, TV shows or movies in general that have a black gay man as the lead. That to me is groundbreaking. And especially when you add in that he's a fuller figured gay black man, and from an artistic point of view, I see myself in musical so much because I almost cried reading the description. It's about not quite fitting in and not quite fitting the mold and persevering anyway. Just keep keep going and making sure that you are true to your art, not selling out, and just really being your authentic self and and trying to succeed in life. And I cannot wait to see it. It's it We really gotta go, good. Cody. We should go, yeah. for sure. I think it's so good. And along those lines, because I think this is a thing that we need to see more of, there is a recent high school student, yeah. drag a drag queen who was crowned Girl. Indiana High School's prom king. This mm -hmm. is such a great story. Yes. Christian Hernandez, who's 18, non-binary out of jeffersonville high school student in indiana beat out their four competitors to earn the prom king crown so he's prom king right mm -hmm. and dressed up in drag and yep. they did it he they they go by they did it in yep. a sequin gown feather boa and heels recalling the night hernandez who uses the pronoun they told NBC News, when I walked out there, I left everybody speechless. No one was more surprised. No one was more surprised by the win than Hernandez themselves when they heard their name called. Quote, in my head, I'm thinking, I'm not going to win. I was just praying to the gay lords, they said. Hernandez shared that they knew they wanted to wear something a little different than their tuxedoed competitors. Quote, I was just planning to do something really crazy for prom, and I thought, why not do go in drag, they recalled. I want to inspire people to try and break down those barriers and that have... And that have been put up. I watched this video. I will post this on tagspodcast.com. I was showing mm -hmm. it to you offline. It was really inspiring. The girls in particular are screaming yeah. because I don't think he they really realized they were going to mm -hmm. and to have so we were saying it was almost like two queens won because they yeah. also had a a prom queen win as well what were your thoughts yeah. when you saw that Cody oh it just melted my heart it's so wholesome and they're a figure uh, a, a fuller figured person as well so that warmed my heart already and you can't first of all you can't tell them nothing they look so good Drag Race season 45, here they come. Watch out for Christian Hernandez. <laughs> right? Right? They, they look amazing in this in this gown. The face is beat. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm here <laughs> for all of this. My favorite part was, like you said, the love and support that they got from their school. And the one girl, did you hear the girl go, excuse me, I can't see. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I like, love I it. Move. I need to look and see my girlfriend. It was, oh my God, it was so cool. Oh, I'm going to rewatch that. I love that. I just can't, I just wish I had this, the support, acceptance that was available to 
them in, in during my high school years. So I think it would have made the world difference. And I hope that they go on to do amazing things. And I know they will because they're, they have that support system. So here's yeah. the thing is that here we are having this awesome platform that we love mm -hmm. so much and speaking our truth. And we are yeah. in our 40s, 50s here. Oh. And we have other, we have, oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> we have millennials too on the show. And we have, anyway, we feature everybody. But I just think that it's really heartwarming to see that because when I was in high school and there's a brand yeah. new film having a reboot that I am not for. We were talking about it <laughs> offline. Top Gun is going to have this reboot. And uh, I'm kind of like, we were talking about it offline. I'm so happy because I never know where you stand. Like if we were to go to the movies, Cody, uh -huh. I, I feel like we're going to see a comic book movie or I don't know if we're going to want it. But you did tell me about everything, everywhere, all at once. And yeah. I loved it. So it's good, right? You do have great taste. Yeah. So, yes. but I was a little nervous and I keep asking all my close knit group. Uh, this is the trigger. Like, do you want to see Top Gun? And most, 90% of my close-knit group are like, hell no. And you were one of the hell no. And the yeah. reason why it's, it's related to this topic is because when I was a high school student in the 80s, Top Gun was coming out and it was this whole macho, over-the-top, machismo kind mm -hmm. of film with that represented everything as a struggling gay boy who couldn't come out at all, who had none of what we're seeing and what we're talking about. There was yeah. no Broadway show about yeah. a Tony nominated black queer character. There was nobody spoke to me and my experience. Absolutely not. But they yeah. sure spoke to the Top Gun and that Americana and being white and being ultra like everything yes. that I was not and every thing was against me it was me against the world yeah and that's the only you. way i can explain it and so to see this reboot now i'm like oh hell to the end to the no fuck <laughs> off tom cruise i really hope it doesn't do well i'm sorry me lady too. gaga but yeah. what were your thoughts when you saw this is coming out so the trail i saw the trailer i know it was coming out at first and then the trailer came on and you were in Strange. dr no <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dr. No, too. Okay. <laughs> and all I could think was, why is this Why is this happening? Do we need this right now? I don't think we need this. Does Tom Cruise really need to recapture his glory days like this again? Why Thank you. This? There's so many other movies they can remake. Flashdance. It has <gasps> a biracial woman and dancing around. Fame. 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 Hello. I want to live forever. So many good <laughs> movies from the 80s that they could remake that could that fit today's landscape in this Thank climate. You. Exactly. That is exactly the word I was looking for. I appreciate it. In you. this climate. And I was singing Maniac the entire time <sighs> Top Gun was on on the on the <laughs> the screen. <laughs> so just to we because we are a live show and Damon yes. points out what does Damon say? Because I appreciate Top it. Gun's volleyball scene was intentionally homoerotic. Okay. I, I think I remember that. And it was, I mean, no, do they not look good? And who's the I other actor in it. the original? I don't oh, know. You don't know what's his I've name never, is ever really seen hot. It. Val Kilmer. Was, was in was the original. 
he was so hot in that movie back in the day. So I know these things. It's not that I don't know them. You're right about the volleyball scene. It was homoerotic. Val Kilmer dated Cher way back when, says Blake. I love <laughs> You can always count on Blake. I love that. Yeah. You know, Chetty says so many original scripts. Like yeah. there, there's only so many original scripts, I think is what, yeah, you're trying to say. Go ahead. Cody. I think he means that there are original scripts that we could have come out as well, as opposed to remaking something that's old. Right. Yeah. And so to me, you know, you talk about trigger points that triggered me when I saw that Tom Cruise was making that movie and just mm -hmm. knowing everything about Leah Remini and how she's called out Scientology. I just, I don't know. There's a lot of like trigger yeah. moments when I see that, that just triggered me. And when I was a little boy, so to wrap it up and bring it back to what we were talking about, to see Strange Loop with a Tony-nominated black queer, uh, just fuller lead. figured yeah. lead is yeah. just makes my heart sing. It really yeah. makes my heart sing. to see a drag a drag queen prom king. Yep. makes my heart Ew. sing. I'm just yeah, absolutely. I love it. Yeah, so, so fun. Man, nobody go see Tom, uh, Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people can do it. The gays will go too because it's got a the song that's probably going to win the Academy Award Stream by Lady Gaga. Stream, Stream the, the song. <laughs> Support Gaga. Don't no. Don't go see that movie. It's not. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. What's our next topic, Cody? So, I think we got to. How app? about we okay, do? Yeah. What do you think about the because we can stay on this teenage years things? What about the yeah. songs for oh, teenage years? Yes. Things? Oh, thank you. I forgot. I don't even have it in my notes here. And I love that topic so good, much. Right? There's a recent Reddit thread that asked the question: what's a song from your teenage years that empowered you to own your sexuality? Even if, like me, according to the person, you played mm -hmm. it only on your Walkman or Discman, that would be me, with headphones on. So I know my songs. We're going to play the game. Somebody wrote the Goo Goo Dolls Iris. Yep, I remember that song. Okay, this is, I'm a little, I'm going to go older than that. Somebody wrote Green Day Minority. Okay. What else did we see in here? What's some of the gayer ones that people were, Queen, Somebody to Love. There we go. That's a great yeah. one. For me, somebody else said Depeche Mode, anything by Pet Shop Boys or Madonna for sure. Um, oh, yeah. You know, for me, to answer the question, what's a song from my teenagers that empowered me to own my sexuality? Really, I remember in grade school, in theology, religion class, we had mm -hmm. to choose a song. And I chose by George Michael, I Want Your Sex. And Ooh. I somehow quoted George That's Michael in theology class in eighth grade because the importance of sex and how I want your sex. Sex is natural. He says mm -hmm. sex is good. And all the things that he says in there. And my theology teacher in Catholic grade, you know, junior high endorsed it and said, that's yeah. really great, Steve. Well, you know why? Because that song is about monogamy. Yeah, right. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I forgot about that part. But yeah. <laughs> <In the end. laughs> it's natural. If on the 45, I have the 45, I brought it back here. It's somewhere over there in the corner. But yeah, monogamy. Okay, yeah. And I think I talked about that in class. 
You forgot about the next line. Sex is best when it's one on one. You were like, I fuck that part. Sex is best when it's say it one, one on, on one. one. Yeah. <laughs> Did you love that song? I loved that song. It was good. I also love Faith by George. I love all George Michael. Uh, okay. Like just exquisite. But the songs that I wrote down is anything Janet Jackson. That oh it, yes, come it, on now. You know that was me too, though. I know. <laughs> that's why I wrote it down. Control it, album, and that's the way love goes. Those were my. So you're a little bit later, yeah. yeah, a little bit, just a little bit, yeah. But I was the control album for sure yeah. because I also was a shy kid, and any like control for sure was yeah, yeah. Or that what have you done for me lately? lately. <laughs> <laughs> I also wrote down uh, Free by Ultranate. You remember that song? I just remember going to the club. Can you sing us a little bit? <laughs> Everybody's free to feel good. And then Unspeakable Joy by Kim English. You remember that song? I do. 90s, right? I played right? It for Joe. Yeah, in the 90s. I played it for Joe. He's like, what is this song? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, okay, all right. Believe it or not, <laughs> in terms of sexual sexuality, mm-hmm. before Madonna, I actually heard the song Girls Just Want to Have Fun. It was <gasps> Christmas Eve, and I had a Walkman, and I was uh-huh. playing it. Not, I rewound it, played it, rewound it, played it, rewound it, played it. Should I do it again? We round it, and I <laughs> loved it so much. It was pre-Madonna, mm-hmm. not pre-Madonna, but pre-Madonna, and it. I. It gave me life because it was about she's doing this dance and skipping around, and her hair's out there. She's and so I think unusual. I, as a gay, as a young closeted gay boy who was a performer at heart, I was a gymnast and I performed a lot. I wanted that fire that she had in that song oh, to amazing. come out even more her voice. a little bit of it but yeah but in terms of what a song can do to you that song gave me life it gave me yeah. that someday i'm going to be hosting a show where we're going to be talking yeah. about <laughs> all freedom it. and i made my way here and i'm so happy but music can do that what are the people saying what's some songs that people are the people are saying blake he blew me out the water because Justify My Love, oh my goodness. That oh, video, okay. and Lenny Kravitz wrote that song. Honey. It was over for me. <laughs> and talk about sexuality. <laughs> that is a sexy, sexy song. Sexy. And, uh, Teddy I says, think I have, you guys, wait real quick on that one. Okay, I bought the, the VHS copy of it that mm-hmm. only they didn't MTV wouldn't play it. And Ooh, I bought I have a copy of it, it somewhere. Yeah, That's I don't have a VHS why? player, but yeah. <laughs> if you could get that, uh, we'll we'll have a party. We have to have it converted. That's what we gotta do. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. What okay. what else are the people saying? Uh Teddy says Fiebre by Yolanda Monge. I don't oh. know how to pronounce that last name. Okay. And, and now Blake says, I had the video taped off TV when she was on Nightline and they interviewed her about it. Oh, yeah. Classic Madonna. Classic Madonna. Classic Madonna. That video was the best. Do you have so. a song that was just as, the, no, anything that's Donna Summer? 
Yeah. I'm, I'm getting some nods for Donna Summer over there. Ooh. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Donna. What's, um, what's that song? I Feel Love. Oh, that is a great that song. That has got to be a lot of people's sexuality because when yes. we saw the musical for Donna Summer, uh, it was she, the way they told that she recorded it, she wasn't getting it just right. She was in Europe recording it. And they said she got on the floor and she started gyrating with, and they brought the microphone all the way down and she was gyrating. And that's how she sung the song. And the actress oh that, um, who's the actress that won an Academy Award played it? Um, Adriana DuBose. Oh. Okay. It was, um, was the actress that played it on Broadway, and I she was doing that moment, and it was so amazing. Oh, yeah, my, so I love cool. that. Yeah, okay. I mean, I love all that right, song. Okay. love it. Well, it's time <laughs> for our final segment that we do this every week. It's by thir- uh, excuse me, it's by straight up gay porn, and they ask the question every week. I love that they do this. You can vote on their thirst trap recap. Which of these 20 gay porn stars took the best photo or video? And you can vote on their website, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the year, they do a recap. Remember, Cody, they did that? Oh, yeah. And it's My really cool. Thanks. So I put it present. in the Christmas present. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, our job, since we're primarily a audio podcast, is to descriptively describe to you why we like it. I will post this on tagspodcast.com and you guys can vote for yourselves and see what we're talking about. But what was your pick this week, Cody? And descriptively describe. Okay, I'm going to go first. Um, First of all, I want to say they have a trans man on the list. So shout out to No Way. Yes, I thought that was amazing. Wow. I love it. Yes, snaps. Uh, however, my vote does go to Daniel Montoya only because I have admired him. I have, have a crush on him uh, and his husband for a very, very long time. <clears throat> I'm excited. I'm excited to see them on this list. He's luxuriating outside and he's on, he's tanning by the pool on what looks to be a lounge chair. I remember when I forgot that word that one time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> and there, and I know he's not going to have any tan lines because he's completely naked. He's lying on his stomach with his beautiful plump ass in the air waiting to be munched on. He's taking a selfie from the front with his face in the frame. And did I mention that his ass looks so edible and delicious? Uh, <laughs> he's got his blue, the blue water in the background and some green hedges. And it's just a beautiful shot. So snaps to and my props go to Daniel Montoya. I love it. Very good descriptively yeah. describing that. And I'm just going to go through a recap starting from the bottom. That, okay. Yeah. I just have to say there were so many in this that are giving us everything. Roxas so Kalem has a huge yeah. dick. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's black. It's long. Copperhead and tray. Did you see I, that one? Copperhead tray also serving in the package <laughs> department. Great abs. So I'm loving that. I really like Buck Richards because he's at a nude beach and I love a good nude beach moment and that gives me life. So I'm living for that. Hatler, I'm really into tattoos right now and he's tatted up from literally his his whole legs are tatted up all the way up like thigh highs and his chest and his arms are it's 
really impressive and he's oh, got a hard yeah. deck, so that's hot too moving on into the mix i really appreciate that you called out noah way a trans male model i love that tanner reed has huge balls so i'm not mad at that and getting towards the top of the list which were some of my favorites were kyle fletcher who has a beautiful dick it's plump and he should be on that show that we were talking about he's got a beautiful body um and trevor brooks i'm surprised you didn't call out trevor brooks who's showing his ass off and it's really hot i'm toya i'm i'm Yes, he does. <laughs> what do the people say? <laughs> the people are saying that Daniel Montoya is very peachy and they like my pick. Also, Copperhead Trey, which was another, I was like, I don't know who to pick now, but of course, I had to, the ass always wins out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what James said. James says he likes Copperhead Trey. And then Blake says he likes Brent Savage. He's given bad oh. boy, but make it pretty. So nice. I, I love, love it. it. Yeah. And we are at our hour mark here. This has been okay. so much fun. Thanks, guys, so for playing, fun. everybody. Thank you. So much fun. You can follow my co-host, Cody Maurice Doggett at Mr. Maurice on Instagram. Or he's a life coach, y'all. Do you still have some spots available? I do for- one spot. All right. Go to KMD Coaching, KMD Coaching on Instagram. Follow us at Tags Podcast. We're live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And for all show notes, go to tagspodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been so much fun on this Wednesday night. And in the meantime, continue having hot gay Gay sex. sex.